Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift to a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyOli.com, and someone who ditched depression and bipolar disorder through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game. So in today's episode, we are going to chat about how to prove someone wrong in the best way. And I know this might be a little controversial. I have actually heard people be very against this way of thinking. Um, They think it should be, you know, you should be focused on community and lifting each other up. And yes, those things are very important. But I'm gonna, we're gonna dive a little deeper on how this is actually a really good motivator if you're doing it in the proper way. There is a wrong way to prove someone wrong. You get, you get what I'm saying. Anyway, so before we dive in real quick, I would love to encourage you to leave a review on the podcast if you're listening on iTunes, take a screenshot, share it if, uh, if you find this episode is really helpful. So just, Take, take a few smidges, you know, out of your day. Show some love, uh, share the knowledge, and, you know, help, help somebody else's day out. Uh, that would be incredible. Anyway, so, yes, how to prove someone wrong in the best way. What do I mean by that, right? What do I mean by that? And who is that someone we're talking about? So, when there's something we want to change in our lives, um, if we have frustrations with whether it's a mental illness, if it's something personal, if it's a goal we're trying to reach, um, and you have naysayers. Now, those naysayers could be, could be you. You could be the naysayer saying, oh, there's no way I can make that happen. I don't have it in me. I'm just not that type of person. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, could be you, could be family, could be friends, could be people in your industry if it's work-related, all of these things. So, a lot of the times, not a lot of the times, but sometimes we'll, we'll get to a state of anger and frustration. And it's, it's a great state because it gets you to move. It gets you to take action, right? So you'll go, well, F you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove you wrong, right? I'm going to make this happen. And I'm going to go to you and I'm going to shove it in your face. And I'm going to laugh at you and go, ha, 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 I did it. Ha, yeah. And then you're going to do that, right? You're going to, you're going to be super, let's just, you're, you're just going to be super, I'm not going to cuss on this. You're going to be super angry, right? Frustrated, fueled by fury the whole time you're making this thing happen. You're going to reach your goal. You're going to shove it in somebody's face because that's just what you, you need to do, right? Because you did it because you needed to prove them wrong. And then you're going to feel really hollow and empty inside. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's going to suck. It's going to suck real bad. You, you're going to feel a void because you went to prove someone wrong in the worst way, the worst way you could possibly do it. You did not achieve a goal. You did not grow. You did not reach a milestone for you. You reached it for somebody else. And guess what? That other person probably doesn't really care. They'll be like, oh, great. Cool. You did it. 
and that's it. That's all you're going to get back from them. When in reality, you're wanting like an, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was so wrong. You were right this whole time. Oh my gosh, I need to reevaluate my life. I can't believe I didn't believe in you. Oh man, you're like, you're not going to get that response. (laughs) You're just not. And if you're doing it to prove yourself wrong, right? If If this person ends up being you and you do it from a place of anger, there is still going to be this this emptiness and this frustration. So that's the misconception. If you go to prove somebody wrong in order to do this in the best, most constructive way, you don't want to come from a place of anger or say vengeance, right? You just don't want to do that because it is going to leave you hollowed out. You're not going to feel fulfilled. And And you're probably, honestly, whether it was a goal or, you know, creating a new habit or something like that, you're probably going to revert back to your old ways because the satisfaction that you were hoping for wasn't there. And this happens a lot if if we want to pull it into like diet culture and, and working out and becoming a certain body type or whatever, right? We're not doing, you're not doing that for yourself, You are doing that to fit societal standards. You are doing that so that the guy might like you. You're doing that um, so people don't make fun of you, so that everyone will approve. They'll think you're beautiful. So that's why when people work really hard to like reach a goal weight or look a certain way, they still feel hollowed and empty because they didn't do it for them. They did it for somebody else and they didn't get the recognition they were hoping for, which is, you know, confidence, a self-esteem boost, all of these things. You get those internally. You don't get them from other people. You get them temporarily, maybe. A temporary high from other people. But it's not lasting. The only kind of lasting feeling is one that, like, comes from within you. So, you need to to find your driver, right? Your internal motivator. I talked about this in the last episode. You know, whether you pick a mantra or whatever. You want to find something that's going to push you really hard. So... Let's say you're trying, let's just, uh, let's just pop in with depression, right? Let's say you're trying to really, you know, get yourself up, not be depressed anymore, and just start getting really motivated with life, okay? You do that for somebody else because somebody else is sad to see you the way you are, or somebody else is worried for you, or nobody wants to be around you because you're just, you're just no fun to be around. There's no helping you. You're, you know, like they just can't reach you. So in that case, if you were to go, well, I'm just going to be the happiest person I could possibly freaking be. So that way they don't see this depressed side of me that they're not happy with. Um, and I'll be the person that they want to be around, right? This happens so much. And these are the people that suffer the hardest because they'll go and suffer in silence so that they can put on the front of being okay for everyone else. That is not proving someone wrong in a great way. That is a really, really destructive way to go about it because those are the people, I'll flat out say it, that commit suicide. They are the ones that suffer in silence and do not get help because They are trying to be the image of normal, the image of happy for everyone else. So 
what you do is you take that, whether it started externally, because typically they do, right? Somebody else wants you to change. Sure, whatever. But maybe something clicks inside of you where you're like, man, I really, you know, I really don't want to be depressed anymore. So don't do it for them. You're going to prove them wrong. Yes, you're not going to be that depressed person anymore, right? You're going to prove them wrong. But you're going to prove them wrong doing it for yourself. So you're going to find that internal motivator. You're going to go, man, I want to be that person that lifts myself up in the morning. I want to have a genuine smile on my face. I am going to just light up my own life. I am going to be the fuel for my own fire. I can do this. I know I can do this. I know I can improve my life and I will just feel better by myself around others. It's going to be fantastic. So whenever you talk to anybody about it and the the changes you're making, you want to speak with confidence. You want to speak with kindness. You don't want to come at them and go, well, you just wait. You just wait, mf -er. <laughs> I'm not going to be depressed anymore. You just watch. <laughs> don't, don't be that person. And don't be like the cartoon exaggeration I just did because that would be weird. Anyway, so, you know, what you do when you speak with confidence, when I say that is, and, and, and if you want to put the depression thing aside, if you can't relate to it, that's fine. You know, think of a goal you're trying to reach. Like, I don't know. For example, like me starting to run or whatever. Um, so if it's a goal you're trying to reach, if it's a habit you're trying to start, if it's, a, it's a, if it's a habit or a lifestyle thing you're trying to stop, all of these apply. You're just going to speak with confidence saying, yes, I, I am, you know, whether somebody goes like, there's no way, there's no way you can beat depression. That's not even possible. You can't do that on your own. You speak with confidence. You, you just know, you know, in your friggin' heart, it's already done because you're that determined to make it happen. So you just tell them kindly and with confidence all right, I, you know, I appreciate that that's what you think. You know, thank you for sharing your thoughts with me, but I know I can do this. I know it's going to happen. And I wish I could put you at ease, but if I can't, then I just can't, you know? I, I believe in this, and if you don't, that's okay. I, I'm going to make this happen. That is proving somebody wrong in the right way. Hands down. I experience this in my own life when I'm trying to reach goals that I have no proof that I can reach. You know, nothing in my history says, yep, yep, girl, she's done it before. She can do it again. You know, those are the hardest ones to prove. When you don't have a good track record. In my past, nobody thought I would graduate college. Nobody thought I'd get married and have kids. Nobody thought I would be sitting here on this podcast. Nobody thought I'd be doing what I'm doing today nobody. I had no belief, no support, none, except for my own freaking determination and telling people, yeah, I am going to make it happen. And I can't wait to, I can't wait for you to see it happen. Okay. You can do that, but you can't just talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. <laughs> Obviously you can talk a big game all you want, but it is going to mean nothing to those people. In fact, if, if you say you're going to do something and you believe you can do it, then I mean, obviously you're going to follow through. If you're at that point where you just believe in your heart, you're making it happen, then it's going to happen because you're going to do what it takes. But if you're just saying you're going to do it and then you don't do it, you don't follow through, 
that is just going to take that, that person and go, yep, that's what they always do. I knew she wouldn't do it. I knew, I knew she wouldn't show up. I knew she wouldn't reach that goal. I knew it. Right? That's freaking, that's frustrating. So back to ground zero, get frustrated, get motivated, get moving, but then shift it to a place of confidence and kindness. You have to be willing to put in the work, right? For what, what is in your control. You have to be able to put in the work. You have to be able to release control and trust when it's needed because not everything is in your control. You have to just understand that 100%. You cannot control every facet of a situation, of something you're trying to accomplish, a goal you're trying to reach. You are not fully in control because you can't control your environment, your surroundings, how people react, things like that. And because of that, you know, there might be setbacks, there might be failures, there might be moments where it just didn't, uh, didn't work the way you wanted it to. And so you have to look at everything as an opportunity to learn. Every single moment teaches you. You succeed or you learn. Okay, there is no failure. Well, there is. There, you know when there is failure? <laughs> when you don't take the time to learn. If you let that cycle just repeat itself, there's your failure. And it's going to keep, you're going to keep failing until you decide, hey, whoa, there's a lesson here. And you grab that nugget and you run with it. Okay. So here's a perfect example. When we went to sell our home, uh, when we left Florida to move to Denver, we sold our home. Now we got the go ahead that the move was happening. Y'all, we had a month, one month to get our house on the market, sell it and move out of it and pack up all of our stuff, right? One month. Um, every single person that I, that I talk to, friends, family, my, my parents who have moved numerous times because of being in the military, every single person told us, now just prepare yourself. You know, you might not get offers right away. It might not sell right away. You know, my dad was like, you know, you might have to prepare for Jim to move over there and for you to stay behind for a month or two so you can sell the house. And I was, I told everybody, I was like, no. I was like, we're, we're going to sell this house in a month. We're going to sell it. We're going to get the price we want. We are going to move without having to worry about it. We are going to sell our house in a month. And I just had... You could call it almost stupid confidence in it, right? Especially because I had no, like, record that this would work. Like, I had no, no, no proof that I could make this happen. And whether you want to call it faith, you want to put trust in God, in the universe, in yourself, in manifesting capabilities, whatever you want to title it, totally up to you. But you get that determination. So I was, I was so determined to prove everyone wrong in the best way. So I told everybody kindly, I appreciate your advice. I appreciate uh, how you're trying to prepare us, but we're going to do this. We're going to sell it in a month. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. So, you know, I had to put in, I had to put in the work. I had, I couldn't just sit there and go, well, my house will just sell itself. You know, we hooked up with a realtor. I started getting the house cleaned right away. I started packing. I literally started selling furniture 
like the day after we found out we were moving, like I was on it because I was determined to make my vision happen and to prove everyone wrong. So I took the action that I could. Could I control what the, you know, what the realtor was doing? Um, if the lawn guy didn't show up? No, I couldn't, I couldn't control those things. I had to release control and just like put trust in my realtor, put trust that, you know, timing would just line up right. Right. And we got our house on the market. Dude, we got a full priced offer within 24 hours. Like, bam, is all I've got to say. <laughs> and if something fell through, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen. Everything's an opportunity to learn or, you know, or take action. Um, we couldn't get a lawn, a lawn guy to show up in time to, you know, get photos of the front of the house. I went out there and I, and I took care of our front lawn. I took that action. I said, you know what? I could sit here and be like, oh man, let's wait a couple days, but we won't have a photo, a photo of the front of the house for the listing. No, I got out there, took care of it myself. We got the photo. And like I said, we got a full price offer in 24 hours. So everything came from a place of just confidence and what I was making happen and sharing it from a, like a place of kindness and not shoving it in people's faces or telling them that they're just flat out wrong. You know, that's just not a way to communicate with people. It's not a way to nurture any kind of relationship. So this is not the time to do that. So like, honestly, just to recap, like you, you can make anything you want happen. You, you can, if you set your mind to it. And Proving somebody wrong in the best way is such a good motivator. It's such a good motivator. But you don't have to do it from a place of anger or vengeance or rubbing it in their face. It doesn't need to come from that place. It's just you don't even want to be in that headspace, right? So prove them wrong in the best way, right? Don't come from a place of anger or vengeance. Find your driver. Share your belief you know, share your goal, share your mission, share what you're working towards with confidence and kindness and be willing to put in the work, release control where it's needed and look at everything as an opportunity to learn or take action. It's that simple. That simple. So really, honestly, just don't, just don't go about life proving somebody wrong in the, in the worst way, because it's only going to hurt you in the long run. You're going to feel that void and you're potentially going to ruin a relationship. So you have yourself at loss and a relationship at loss. And it's just not worth that, especially when there is a really constructive way to do it. So that's it for this one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I don't, I don't know if I have anything to like hit you up with right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Anyway. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.